Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello and welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat unleashed on uh, on Twitter. I don't know what is that. That's is that weird. your computer? It might be. Wow. No. Did you it's turn not, it off? Mine's on mute. I don't know what's no, happening. No, it is mine. Okay, that's great. Let's see. I, I love it when stuff starts to play, wow, don't this you? Is a, it's great. This is a good start. That sounds like a good pop-up ad, though. <laughs> Fun one. That should be illegal. Why isn't that illegal? <laughs> oh, no. If I don't push the button, if I don't click on play, it shouldn't play! It's <laughs> <sighs> a right. good start. I mean... It's right? a good start. Yeah, good start. it's a good start. Uh, let me tell you about Ridge Zone. <laughs> This is uh, something that will give you a really good start on uh, on weight loss and just looking and feeling better and, you know, making the new year resolution to uh, lose some weight. Um, it's Riduzone. It was launched by a local company who produced a metabolite of olive oil, created a patented product that helps people control their appetite and lose weight. It's... It's a big help in keeping weight off too. The, you know, there was a that study that shows when you lose weight, your body thinks you got sick, and so it slows down your metabolism, so you gain the weight back. Really thoughtful, and yet uh, a lot of us don't really uh, appreciate that thoughtfulness. Mm-hmm. So, Riduzone speeds back up your metabolism and helps you control your appetite. Also helps you burn fat, so you lose weight. Um, many of you know that. Sarah, who hosts the News and Why It Matters here at The Blaze, lost over 100 pounds, and she used to struggle with, um, you know, cravings all the time. But Riduzone helps her with that. She takes it every day, <clears throat> and it keeps the, keeps the hunger and the, and the cravings at bay. And right now, you can get 30% off uh, when you use the offer code PAT at Riduzone.com. <clears throat> R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Offer code PAT. It's Riduzone.com. Lot to discuss uh, today. Uh, we've got these um, radicals in the U.S. government. I mean, radicals like I, I, I don't think. I don't think we've ever seen before. As I was thinking about some of the far left nutbag kooks that have been elected in this country. I like that. That's a clinical definition, by the way. It is. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought I'd check yesterday to see if anybody had already written about it. You know, uh, the just the radicalism of the left. And well, it's sort of people have written about radicalism in government. There was a website called Mike ranked the top 10 most radical in our government. Most radical people in all of Congress. We're counting them down. Starting at number one. The number one radical in government is Republican Congressman Steve King from Iowa. Okay. <laughs> okay. I see where this list is going. Uh, why? Because, of course, Steve King supported legislation to ban abortions in all instances except... Cases of forced rape. Isn't rape always forced? What a radical. Yeah, what a, I mean, wait, he supported saving babies? Except if the baby had been 
forced on the mother mother in a violent act of sickness and rage. What a what a radical. What a lunatic. Uh, but there's more. He once proposed building a 2,000-mile concrete wall to protect the border. Wow, this guy. Oh, man. This guy is the very definition of <clears throat> radical. And he's only number 10? No, he's number one. Oh, I started at Oh, I thought one. you started at Oak Thunder. No, we're I didn't. Up. I didn't say, we're counting him up. We're, or we're count, we are counting him up, actually. <laughs> Casey used to say, we're counting him down. Yeah, because he'd go forty to number one. Yeah, he did right? it wrong. He said it wrong. He did. What a no, jerk. he counted them down. Forty to number one. One is less than forty. Yeah, but everybody's looking up at number one in the college football <laughs> I know. rankings. So we're I know, them but up. the number one is lower than the number forty. <laughs> it's awesome. Anyway, here's the here's the quote from Steve King that's going to shock you. Okay, my concrete wall would function as both a human and vehicle barrier, inspired by the success of the concrete wall in Israel. No. <laughs> so this, this, this radical wants to discourage people illegally entering the country? Yeah, and get this. On immigration reform, he once said, Democrats will find a way to hand-deliver citizenship page, papers, along with a great big check from money borrowed from Chinese. Regarding diversity, he has said, the argument that diversity is our strength has really never been backed up by logic. <laughs> what terrible comments. I mean, why isn't he in prison? Why? Uh, give it time. Uh, at number two, they actually had Democrat uh, Kristen Cinema because she's some anti-feminist or something, at least according to this website. Anti-feminist? Yeah, that's what, that's what the website no. okay. uh, declared. Dumb. Third on the list was Republican Vicki Hatzler from Missouri. Uh, and here's what they, here's what they write about that. Mother Jones suggested that she's the most anti-gay person in Congress. So, Mother Jones suggested. So I guess that makes it carved in stone. Yes, it does. Oh, not a single example of her anti-gayness is cited. Uh, they continued. Favorite of the Christian right, Hartzler wrote a book advocating for more religion in politics. Running God's Way, Step-by-Step to a Successful Political Campaign is a book for Christian activists running for public office. Wow. You mean she wanted a moral religious people just like the Founding Fathers declared necessary? What, what, a, what a travesty. What a travesty. But, wait for it. Also, get this. Radicals in government. Here's the proof of it. Okay. She believes that climate change... Is a natural phenomenon. Whoa. <laughs> and she's still ha- breathing today? How can we allow this mutant radical extremist <laughs> who believes that this planet's climate has ever changed in the past without mankind being the cause? Uh, as if there's some sort of proof of that. You know, that that's always been the case. You know, like, I don't know, proof like palm tree fossils in the Arctic. Or ice covering most of every continent in the northern hemisphere. I mean, you know, with somebody like that, how can we allow her to live? Yeah. Quite honestly, how can we allow her to live? And on top of that, she's in Congress? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean... Exactly. Wow. She's not exactly flying below the radar with those uh, denier views. No, she's not. Hmm. That's great, too. She doesn't deny that it's warmed 
she 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 just says it's she thinks it's not man caused and that's radical now yeah she said i don't i don't believe that if there is a climate if there is a climate change that man has a very significant role in that uh so wow i mean there's there's those examples of radicals in government those and there was a batch of mostly other Republicans. I think there were two Democrats and, and the rest Republicans, including Michelle Bachman. So this was obviously a list they did a few years uh, ago. Oh, yeah. But these are the radicals, not the socialist, communist, eat the rich, anti-Semite, anti-Israel, anti-American goofballs we have in the Democrat Party right now. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who knows nothing about anything, believes Israel is the occupier of their ancestral homeland. She's an admitted, committed, proud socialist whose chief of staff, by the way, is another crazy loon. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Uh, she's also a proven liar and she advocates for a 70% tax on wealth. Fully socialized medicine, fully socialized college, communist housing and jobs programs, and a new Green Deal that is so loopy. When I first saw it last week, I thought it was a Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> I mean, it's craziness. <laughs> it's incomprehensible to me that someone this extreme and this naive and, and just plain dangerous and dangerously ignorant could ever be elected in this nation. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Then there's Alain Omar, a Democrat and Muslim from... Minnesota, she's calling for the elimination of Homeland Security. Because what good do they do? I mean, they just protect well, from her perspective, the United States. From her perspective, they protect <clears throat> Jewish Americans. Right. It's exactly right. She uh, recently, well, it was a few years ago, she, she tweeted about her hatred for Israel. Mm-hmm. Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. Hashtag Gaza. Hashtag Palestine. (laughs) Israel has hypnotized the world, which is kind of interesting then that uh, as of 2013, Israel has been condemned uh, by more UN United Nations uh, Human Rights Council resolutions than just about the entire rest of the world combined you know combined the, yeah and their sin is they want to be left alone that's that's about it yeah the world uh the world has really been hypnotized they just they love israel all they do is condemn israel in the un by the way when she tweeted this out she was responding to an israeli airstrike against uh the gaza strip i, I believe um that followed hamas launching over a hundred missiles into israel in one day so they retaliated well i feel hypnotized you're right yeah because normally that who's paying you me. by the way who's paying you yeah well, who's paying you the one of them jews uh-huh yeah that's what i happening. knew it mm-hmm. i knew it i knew you were a zionist puppet i knew it yeah somehow when i see uh, <clears throat> I knew a, it. a nation being attacked uh oh okay just, uh, all right piggly. 
because uh-huh. of their beliefs. So it's wanna... okay with you that they throw rocks and Israel throws bombs and missiles. Is that okay? That's all right with you? Hey, use what you got. That's <laughs> what I say. And don't throw rocks. If you're throwing rocks yeah. at people with missiles, that's then a you know what stupid that idea. That's poor planning. Yeah, that's that's dumb. And you deserve to have a missile. Never fun. bring a knife to a gunfight. That's, uh, that's a long-believed axiom, I, I believe. Barack Obama came mm-hmm. up with that. Uh, I believe so. But boy, so, the, 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 this is, you're going through the real radical list. Yes. You know, the AOCs, the uh, Elon Chick, and then we've got... Um, Rashida Tlaib. Oh, writing articles for Louis Farrakhan's anti-Jewish mm-hmm. paper. <laughs> She's um, Palestinian. Rashida Tlaib is a, a Palestinian-American. She has all the hatred for Israel that Il- Ilan Omar does. Oh, yeah. Uh, the anti-Semitism of both Cortez and Omar... And she also very classily, you might remember, called the president of the United States an MFR. Oh, that's right. That was remember her. that. Mm-hmm. She's a lady. And the great thing is with these lunatics like this, uh, especially with Omar and Talib. Anytime you call them out, anytime you call out their ravings, the leftists and their allies in the media just play that tired old ridiculous Islamophobia card to shut you down. Shut up! You can't speak out against them. But don't worry, those aren't radical people. They're totally mainstream. They're wonderful patriots. It's Steve King and Vicki Hartzler that are so <laughs> dangerous. I've never even heard of her. I know. It's, I mean, but she believes climate change is naturally occurring. <laughs> what a maroon. What an idiot. Oh, boy. That's never happened. It's never changed without SUVs uh, and ExxonMobil. Never changed before. It was the same temperature for four billion years mm-hmm. until we came along. Yep. It just it was like a level. <laughs> it was just like just everyone was happy. Right. You know, like dinosaurs yeah. and humans lived right. happily together and then all of a sudden Bang, here SUV comes SUV factory gets built and next now thing you know screwed everything up. Then all of a sudden fire. all of a sudden all that ice melted from the ice age. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like it was literally Within a week of the first SUV plant. Little uh-huh. fact. Yeah, I know. If you mark, and, and finally someone has put this together, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. You mark in time. SUV factory, first one opens up. Within a week, all the glaciers melted. Sucks. I mean, is it a coincidence? I don't no, think of so. course it's not. Of course it's not. It's, it's not. Let, this change, the climate's never changed until now. Hmm. I, I mean, it's so bizarre that they, I, they don't even see the irony in their stupidity do the, do, um, do the american people see this i mean the last week we've got the stupid green new deal embarrassment mm-hmm. we've got the anti-semites from minnesota right uh <clears throat> rearing their ugly head and uh we've got the top three democrats in the state of virginia uh oh, we got blackface one and blackface two and right. uh accused of sexual assault uh a couple times uh, in the middle there Amazing. for good measure um, the, the, the American people, it's so far from an election that it's not going to matter. None of this is going to matter. By the way, both Omar and Tlaib, uh, initially during the campaign, especially Omar, completely lied about their hatred for Israel during the campaign. Omar said she opposed the boycott movement of Israel and that she favored a two-state solution in the Middle East. One week after the election... She joined the boycott and wants a one-state solution. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And, it's and, unbelievable. And that was Omar? 
Is that yeah. right? Or? Yep, Ilana okay. Moore. Yeah, because she's the one um, who's CNN. It's been so weird. We played the video of it was the guy and the girl anchor <clears throat> just grilling her on her hatred for Israel, right. the boycott. Yeah. And then last week in the Capitol uh, garage, a reporter came up to her and she wouldn't talk. She answered a couple questions that had nothing to do with Israel or a boycott. And then the reporter tried to slip in that uh, a CNN guy tried to ask her a question about the Israel boycott and she's like, I'm not answering that. And she just kept walking well, away. Well, yeah, because that's not good for her. CNN, though, I mean, is what's so shocking that about is, this. That is shocking. Anyway, it, it's not them. shocking that she won't answer it because yeah. that—that's not a good. That's not a winning policy in the United States, uh, even in Minnesota. I don't think. But it's not like these radicals that we just went through on the Democratic right. Party. Not it's like not, it's not like not they're like Steve King. Right? It's <laughs> not like they're in the party that has power of one of the houses of Congress or anything. Right. That's not. Right. Uh, and I'll tell you this: they know that the climate has never changed until man came along. Yep. All three of those those Democrats, they know. Mm-hmm. So they're not radical. <laughs> I saw a thing. I saw a thing where um, uh, Germany spent five hundred eighty billion dollars on the environment on their kind of like you know their own little green New Deal garbage plan over there. How much? Uh, five hundred eighty billion. And five hundred eighty mm-hmm. billion. Yeah, and. Uh, what? The emissions That's... have not been reduced whatsoever, oh and the cost gosh. of their electricity has gone up by fifty percent since then. Over ha- get uh, over half a trillion dollars. Yeah, it's and it does nothing. It, it failed for Spain. It's failed for Germany. We never learn. We're gonna have to figure it Amazing. out the hard way. And we're the ones that have reduced our emissions. <laughs> Thank you. Crazy capitalism works. All right. Thinking of buying or selling a home this year? Real estate agents I trust is a company Glenn started six years ago. Might even be seven by now. Uh, but he did it because he was incredibly frustrated by real estate agents who talked a good game but didn't get the job done and his house sat there for a long time so the price went down continually. Uh, it takes a ton of expertise to be a really good realtor these days and the process is incredibly hard to navigate but that's why we have real estate agents I trust. Uh, we did the vetting for you. Uh, Glenn's team went out and looked for agents who have great marketing plans, great track record, and have really committed themselves to their industry. Plus, and I love this, they're fans of the show, so you're going to have that in common with them. Nothing worse than driving around your area looking for homes with somebody who says, hey, you know who I love is that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Is she fantastic, <laughs> isn't she? Don't Not only is she hot, but her policies are fantastic. Yeah, there are some uh, awkward <laughs> some some professions you probably shouldn't talk about. Yeah, you really don't want to. <laughs> Real estate agents, I trust. It's the best way to buy or sell a home in America. Buy or sell fast and for the right price with the team at realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Unleashed. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the Green Deal, the new Green Deal, which we all love so much. How tired are you of air travel? I, man, the last thing I want to do uh, is get there fast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. want that. I yeah. don't want that. In fact, when I uh, go to the travel agency, mm-hmm. which I mean, everybody does, right? Mm-hmm. You say, I want to get there the slowest way possible. Do you have a horse and buggy? 
Maybe. Maybe. I'm about, okay, to, I, I'm about to invest in one. <laughs> I better. Because if you got a horse and buggy I can rent, I'll just take it to Utah. Uh, <laughs> that'll be great for me. I don't want to be there in two hours and ten minutes. No. Don't want that. Because I don't want to kill the environment. I really don't. Hell, I'll walk if, it, if, oh, yeah. if I have to. Exactly. Just right? to save Thank the you. planet? Well, that's what the pi- It was good enough for the pioneers. Yeah. It's good enough for us. Mm-hmm. Top advisor to New York Democrat uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has admitted that an official New Green Deal document posted by Ocasio-Cortez's office contained a guarantee of economic security even for those who are unwilling to work. But here's what he said a few days ago. So thanks very much for coming on. So can I ask the obvious question? Why would we ever pay people who are, quote, unwilling to work? Uh, I we we never would uh, right, I, I, and, we, and AOC we, has uh, never said anything like that, right? Oh, I think right, you're referring to right, some sort of no. document that some I think some doctored document that somebody other than us <laughs> has been circulating. Oh, I thought that oh, came man. right from her. That was in the background or from her office, is my understanding. No, no, she's actually tweeted it no, out to laugh no. at it. If you look at her latest tweets, oh, really? it seems that oh, apparently my. some Republicans have put it Unreal, out there. Man. I don't know the oh, well, details. Good. Well, then, then thank you for correcting me. I mean, because no, <laughs> it seemed a little ridiculous. Almost as ridiculous Tucker. as the idea that we're going to build enough light rail to make airplanes unnecessary, which I think actually is from. Uh, uh, no, I don't, that's, I don't know where you got that e- either, Tucker. I, I don't know where you got that Believe either, that you're Tucker. actually on our side about this. If you oh, actually read gosh. the actual plan, right? There's nothing about well, getting I, I rid have. of anything. It's about expanding menu options, right? <sighs> no, you're not right. And he's finally admitted that he's not right about any of that. Oh no! So honey. we just either sat there and lied to Tucker Carlson. Or just had no idea what he was talking about, despite the fact that he was part of it. He helped write it. What Green New Deal? What are you talking about? I, I haven't heard that phrase in my life. <laughs> we actually tweeted that out to to mock it, to make fun of it. We, <laughs> I, I don't even know what you're talking about, Tucker. In fact, I think we're together on this plan. I think you'd love it. Oh, no. <laughs> so it is there. The economic security for all who are unable or unwilling to work. That line was in it. I don't know if they've taken it out by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first they tweaked it. Then they just said, you know what? Jeez. Just take it down and say we never put it out. Yeah. <laughs> it is amazing to see the lying that can be done in an age where you can easily prove yeah. the lies. Yeah. I'm ne- I, it's, again, it's oh. an inconceivable. Oh, wait. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I do. I do. Uh, you keep using the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. Apparently not. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. Also, Ocasio-Cortez uh, contradicted herself in 12 hours over <laughs> this new Green Deal thing. Uh, in uh, a head-turning moment heard around the internet, um, Ocasio-Cortez said she's never said anything like that, and, and so did her advisor, as you just saw. And then she turned around and said, yeah, well, you know what? Um, I guess it was there, and we've, we've just taken that down now. Grief. <laughs> oh, welcome to Congress. You're terrible at this. Oh, my gosh. She's so bad. <laughs> she seriously is. Yeah. Uh, ignorant, I think. You know, she may not be stupid. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She, she's just ignorant of facts. Well, and then she lies. So... Call that what you will. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of dishonesty in office, and she's getting away with it. Nobody seems to care. Uh, none of her supporters care. You think that the Democrats are going to primary her? Two no. Years? I, I think they just want the seat, 
And so I don't well, know if gonna, they want a contentious fight. They could have anybody in that seat. Yeah, but they then they have to could. spend money. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Be uh, interesting. I, You know, Pelosi might just find somebody because she's causing a lot of problems for her. Yeah, it's like, look, that's a blue seat. Yeah. All you have to do is keep it warm. Don't screw this up. But boy, she is doing the opposite of that. Ooh, she really is. Terrible. Her new chief of staff, too. Uh, I don't actually, I don't know, he's not new. He's been there for a while. That but. guy looks like Kramer from uh, Seinfeld. Is that what he looks like? Oh, yeah, man. He's got that. Put a still shot of him. He's got that hair that goes on for days. <laughs> anyway. He's a big fan. I know this. A big fan of Nazi Imperial J- Japan collaborator. Um, he Because he wore the guy's uh, t-shirt with his face on it. He wore the... Uh, That's obscure, man. You got to really be a fan. Yeah, you do. His name is what? the the name of the Nazi and Japan collaborator is Sabas Chandra Bose, and it's Sekat Chakrabarty, who uh, is the Ocasio Cortez uh, chief of staff, and this Bose person was an ally of Adolf Hitler. And Imperial Japan. Wow. So he went a twofer there. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And you think, well, if Donald Trump had hired a person oh, yeah. oh, who God. openly supported a Nazi Hitler collaborator, mm-hmm. what kind of reception would that person get? Would Donald Trump get in oh, the you press? You know that nobody in the press would even notice they let it go right, right and if they right. did yeah they would just say ah it's not that big of a deal come on jeez i mean it's it's just amazing what does it take today to get the american people riled up enough to act and to understand where this country is headed right now we have to wake up this is the most extreme group of people ever assembled in elected office we need to wake up and and we've got to oppose their policies and oppose them and bring this stuff to light so that our our millennial generation be coming up to be the leaders in the next generation yeah. understand the important issues of the day understand what's at stake here but uh Ilan Omar uh, the congresswoman from Minnesota she apologized pat what else do you want she said she was sorry ish Ish, she had some. Yeah, it, was, it really was an ish uh, type of apology, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, we got it up on the screen there. Uh, let's let's put her. Yeah, let's see it. it. Yeah, All right, it's right there in uh, front of you, Pat. Right there, right there, next to your right hand. If you want to take a look at her uh, awesome sure apology, is. look at this. It's powerful. It is. As I'm looking at it here, <laughs> I see that it's very, very, very powerful. Anti-Semitism is real, and I'm grateful for Jewish allies and colleagues who are educating me on the painful history of anti-Semitic tropes. My intention is never to offend my constituents or Jewish Americans as a whole. No, she wants to, only wants to offend them individually mm-hmm. <laughs> and in smaller groups. We have to always be willing to step back and think through criticism just as I expect people to hear me when others attack me for my identity. Oh, turn your apology into a victim card. Yep. Beautiful. They're Oh, they're adept at that. Oh. They are adept at that. <laughs> This is why I unequivocally apologize. At the same time, I wait. I thought it was unequivocal. Yeah, I was about to say, you keep using I, that word. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think it means what you think it means. 
At the same time, I reaffirm the problematic role of lobbyists in our politics, whether it be APAC, the NRA, wow. or the fossil fuel industry. And she takes a dig at Israel yeah. still. Now, the Tides Foundation, not a problem. Don't worry about them or uh, George Soros. Or any groups that uh, Tom Steyer has put together. Those are fine. Uh, but it's gone on too long, and we must be willing to address it. Well, what a, what an apology. There's a great apology. We can wash wow. our hands of this. We're apology done. accepted. Let's Good. move on. Moving on. All right. <laughs> She's the worst. <clears throat> wow. This is just crazy land. Uh, Cosmo Hurts Kids. A great campaign started by Victoria Hurst. And... You know, she's really kind of single-handedly launched this thing and and carried it for a long time, taking on Cosmopolitan Magazine, which is interesting because, of course, her family, the Hearst Corporation, publishes the magazine. But she believes Cosmo contains pornography, and she believes pornography is harmful to kids, so you shouldn't have access to it if you're under 18. Now, if you don't believe that Cosmo is filled with porn, uh, check out some of the articles. Like, you can meet Cosmo's bigger better brand newer astrology section it's enough to satisfy even the virgoiest of virgos oh yeah virgoiest mm-hmm. you use that word all the time mm-hmm. don't act like you it tells you that. all of what you need to have great sex uh no matter what your zodiac sign it's awesome <laughs> okay. if you'd like it not to be sold to anybody under 18 visit cosmohurtskids.com and find out what you can do to help it's CosmoHurtsKids.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-933-93. Yeah, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Subway Sandwich Kurt tweets, Keith has his snark on today, it seems. Oh, that's not true. I'm never snarky at all. Uh, AOC's chief of staff. From uh, Lone Wolf 2969, a Democrat operative lied? Shocked. Orson Welles Fishbowl. Pat just played that clip without the word we need. Rude. No, that's. I don't think that's true. Did we not say uh, that that it's inconceivable? I think we did say it's inconceivable. So, I mean, maybe not. But look, I've got three squares marked off on my board. There are three squares. Yes. (laughs) Uh, From Smallmouth Bass Kurt, uh, Pat and Keith. Must have got the pastel color game memo. memo. Uh, and <laughs> why Easter. do I care about their shirts? That's a good, really good question. I don't but know, yes. but we made that comment this morning. That's right. Wow, we're so pastel-y today. It's almost Easter time. <laughs> uh, conservatarian lady. So, Pat, you asked Keith, who pays his salary. Oh, yeah. I think you should just dust off that golden oldie. Yeah, why didn't we hear that, Pat? Come on. Pat? play the clip don't the, st- uh, why are your hands still locked in front of you they should there you go they need to be over there at the machine looking for that clip please <laughs> the people demand i demand it that's what matters uh-huh. please play it all uh, right what's that who pays your salary what's that who pays what's that ah that brings back memories well it's it? brilliance is what it is so um memories. does that count for a square or uh yeah, we, i think it does see but we're in the middle does. of tweets we no, are Ro- we oh are, no rob says no and he rob is says no oh the boy ceo of bingo oh, boy okay so we're only at three mm-hmm. uh it's in tweets you didn't sing it. Yeah, and okay. the, and lastly uh on this particular round of tweets from billy bob and festus's bleach and rope depot <laughs> 
I I do believe that's where Jesse Smollett gets yeah. does all of his shopping. Well, some of virtually all of his shopping is done there. <laughs> uh, Pat and Keith, uh, Democrats say they're for guaranteed jobs, but will destroy you if you use the wrong pronoun. Yeah, then you'll see that guaranteed pay and fast. Yep. Then we'll, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, <sighs> it's a mad world, but uh, it is. Boy, Jesse Smollett. What's speaking uh, of Jesse the Smollett latest with that guy? Uh, I guess he's decided to finally turn over his uh, his phone records. Uh, it only took a week. Provided them, I think two weeks it's been, right? It's been almost two weeks now. He turned them over yesterday. Uh, yeah. Phone records from Je- Jussie's manager were sent to police on February 5th, and Jussie's records were sent over this morning. Both were sent to chief of staff, <clears throat> to the superintendent of police, Robert Bulk. Who they have uh, said they have Jesse's records from within an hour of the incident. The police confirmed receipt of the records. Wait, from within an hour? So after the incident, when he said he was speaking to him during the incident. Right? Isn't that kind of key? Yeah, yeah. I think I think they're saying that on one hour ahead of the incident and an hour after. Those oh, two okay. hours All window. Right. Uh, All right. Yeah, that's probably right. Uh so cops requested Smollett's phone records, trying to corroborate the conversation with the manager. Still, that doesn't prove anything, if you ask me. Both men allege Smollett was call, called a uh, the F word for homosexuals uh, and the N word during the attack. And both said they heard the words MAGA country. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's... such a conservative area. Who knows <laughs> how many people there. There's got to be at least. A good half dozen Two. in Cook County alone. Uh, the police said they wanted the record so they could independently verify the two men's accounts, which is needed for criminal investigation. They still, still, after two weeks, have not been able to find any evidence of the attack. They see Smollett all over the place, uh, but they can't find anybody attacking him at all. Plus, he supposedly held on to a Subway sandwich during and, and after the attack. I mean, sometimes right? you're just, I mean, you're I so get, hungry. I am hangry nonstop. And yeah. so if, I, if I'm if i in that position, I'm not letting go of my food Well, either. you're going to guard. I mean, you're mm-hmm. going to set it down somewhere for a second. Yeah. You're going to say, hey, excuse me, yep. guys, I know you're going to beat me in a second mm-hmm. here. But it's important that I save this meatball sandwich because it's... Yeah. Delicious. And here's the thing. You speak mm-hmm. of a meatball sandwich, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, Subway is really skimpy with their napkins. You get one, maybe two in the bag, okay? Mm-hmm. Meatball sandwich, man. You need a handful. You need a wad of napkins. Mm-hmm. Think about this. If it were a meatball sandwich, mm-hmm. he needed extra napkins just for the sandwich itself. Plus, he had to wipe off bleach. Yeah, right. I mean, what a rough night for Jussie, that's man. A, that's a tough night. Need some napkins. I don't care who you are. And that's by the a way, tough night. You know what took so long to turn over his phone? It's a Smollett couldn't find a few hours where he could be without his phone. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what uh, I heard. So just... Yeah, uh, that's great. I mean, I was attacked, but I'm not... But hey, this? look, I've got, uh, I got texting to do. I, I can't mm-hmm. be bothered turning this over to you <laughs> to catch the people who beat me. A neighbor of Jussie has... Come forward. In fact, several neighbors. Uh-huh. And they said, yeah, uh, we don't believe this happened the way he said it did. Huh. A Jin Muhammad, who lives in the apartment complex, same one as the, as the actor, said, I've been in this neighborhood for five years. I don't believe it. Not around here. Half the people are gay 
and the other half are black. <laughs> so, uh-huh. yeah. A patron at Lizzie McNeil's Irish Pub about a block from the incident, alleged incident, told the paper that Smollett's account doesn't really make sense. She said it's a lie because Chicago's the most liberal city around. They have cameras everywhere. Why can't they find the attack? Yeah. Yep. Yep. But, of course, we still have him claiming that those at 2 in the morning, 10 to 20 below zero chill factor, uh, two white men wearing ski masks, <laughs> found him after he came out of Subway, just happened to be there and there. Oh, wow. Hey, aren't you that F word person, homosexual type, empire N-word, before pouring bleach on him and putting a noose around his neck and yelling, this is MAGA country. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Look, it's 2019. There's yeah. a chance it yeah. happened. But uh, at this there point... There is a chance. I think it's like a, a slim ooh, one. Just such a small one. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't buy it. Is it because you hate? What? No, it is not. Okay. No, it has nothing to do with hate. Okay, sure. I'm skeptical because this has happened many, many times. So many times. And Chicago's one of the most surveilled cities in the world. It doesn't make any sense they haven't seen any evidence of it yet. Just, I, I don't buy it. 888 Still, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it and see what happens. He's sticking to it. I'll give him that. Uh, Brian in West Virginia. Hi, you're on the blaze. Good morning, guys. Morning. Hi there. Hey, hey, mm-hmm. lot to unpack. But yeah. uh, first, on the Jesse Smollett, and Keith said this last week that bleach freezes at nineteen degrees, so they didn't pour bleach on him; they threw a block of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, and then, second, uh, smallmouth bass Kurt, that is a uh, Twitter contributor all the time. He had a surgery, mm-hmm. so hearts and prayers go out to him for uh, absolutely. Yep. Uh, and then finally, my point was, um, I'd called you all about a month and a half ago about taking over volunteering for a class for kids that's gotten kicked out. They come to me uh, instead of getting kicked out. We do PT and civics. It's military-based thing. Anyway, uh, was trying to find something to show them, put others above themselves, and located Tim Ballard's uh, Operation Underground Railroad documentary on Amazon Prime. It's called Operation Two Saint, I believe. I may be slightly mispronouncing it, but it had Glenn in it and even caught a frame with you, Pat, uh, as you, all, you and Glenn were getting off a plane and uh, in I Haiti? see you in the background. Yeah, yeah in Haiti. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I showed that to the kids, you know, just to open their eyes to the fact of uh, the prevalence of child slavery and um, the way that one man can make a difference. And I just wanted to, you know, let you all know about that. And as far That's as awesome. uh, the class is going, mm-hmm. uh, the kids are buying in. It's really, uh, it's really turning a corner. And I think uh, we're making some, turning some lives around. I've got one kid that's about ready to pass his final drug test and get back into regular school. And so just continued prayers from your audience for the success of this. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Brian. Appreciate what you're doing. Thanks for doing Uh, the Lord's work. That's fantastic. Yep.
Wow. Uh, 888-933-93. Let me tell you about Home Title Lock because uh, there has just been another data breach last week, week before, something like that, with uh, 24 million more people exposed. Uh, it's a, This is a crime that could cost you your home. If you have a mortgage or a refi through a major bank, this breach now puts, puts you at further risk of losing every dollar of equity you have in your home or maybe even your home. This breach gave scammers everything everything they need to steal your home's title. They forge your signature as a seller. They refile your home under a new name and then take out loans against your equity. You get stuck with the payments, of course. Uh, and you don't know that until the late payment notices start showing up or, uh, or you, you know, you get an eviction order. Your bank can't protect you. Neither does insurance or some other identity theft uh, program. Just Home Title Lock. They specialize in this. This is what they do. Home Title Lock protects my home, and you need it too. Give yourself that peace of mind that you're protected from this kind of nonsense. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, register for your free title scan and report. $100 value, free with your sign-up. HomeTitleLock.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. In a Rasmussen poll, always a tad friendlier to President Trump than the others, but his approval in Rasmussen is at 52% now. Mm. He's five points above water in the Rasmussen poll. That's incredible. It's his highest number since uh, March 6th of, of 2017, two years ago almost. That's less than seven weeks after he t- took office. Um, so Monday's numbers came from surveys conducted during the three weekdays following the State of the Union address. I do think, one, Rasmussen is friendlier to Trump than others. But two, I I actually believe the State of the Union address probably did help boost yeah. his numbers. Because it was it was a good address. It really was. Uh, so he he needs this right now too. Uh, he could really use a little bump here. Yeah, you would have thought that maybe he had some uh, momentum coming out of that speech to maybe get his way more on the border wall slash government shutdown funding situation. But uh, wow, that's uh, right. We'll get into that in okay. a, in a second. Uh-huh. Um, but just to put this into perspective, in the real clear politics average. Rasmussen is about 10 points above the average of the other polls. Oh, wow. Ten so you weren't points. kidding when you said it's uh Yeah, it's, he, it's a little sweeter for him there. <laughs> okay. But still, again, I do think the State of the Union helped, and so eh, maybe, you know, maybe. But supposedly they have reached now, Democrat and Republican negotiators have supposedly reached an agreement in principle on a spending bill that would avert a government shutdown. Um. So, so there's rejoicing now, right? Yay! Yeah, there's oh, yay! No but more not shutdown. so much. I mean, they probably will avoid the shutdown because I, I don't think anybody has the giblets to go through that again. I, and nor do we want to, but uh, nobody's going to force that issue after the beating that uh, everybody got last time. But three people familiar with the tentative agreement said that this this new accord would provide a whopping 
1,375,000,000 to build 55 miles. A full 55. We're not talking about 50 or 45. We're talking about 55 miles of new border barrier. That's virtually Brownsville to San Diego, right? <laughs> That's how. <laughs> well, give her. You I mean, know, give some people take, don't have maps, so I'm just kind of I'm ballparking. Give or take it. 1,950 miles. Huh. So, so maybe this is metric. Maybe it's maybe yeah. And then we have no idea how so then how far know. that is. There's no way to tell. Wow, that's pathetic. And it's just slightly below the 5.7 billion he wanted, and the 25 billion overall it will actually cost to build the the thing. So so we're baby yeah. steps. Mm-hmm. And it's not <laughs> like steps. look. I mean, if they're coming all the way from South America. And then they get up to a 55-mile-long wall. Yeah, 55 they're miles. Probably, they're probably uh-huh. saying, you know what? This sucks. Yeah. We tried to no get way around it. that wall, so I guess we'll no just way hike it. another 2,000 miles south and head back home. Right. Because we can't just, you know, mm-hmm. turn left and walk for another <laughs> 55 miles. Or plot our route to avoid those 55 <laughs> miles and, you know, take a straight shot it's somewhere else. Stupid. <laughs> It's, 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 I mean, it's ludicrous. It's asinine. Oh, good grief! I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Fifty-five miles. Okay. Well, sounds like a good compromise. Boy, Republicans always do well with these compromises, don't they? Don't they? <laughs> good negotiators. Uh, they're good at, at playing the public relations game. Mm, they're terrific. You wouldn't think. You would think that there was there's never been an easier time to take on the Democrats than right now. Yes, exactly. The momentum out of the speech, the <sighs> week the Democrats have had. Oh my goodness. You know what we need to do, Pat? We just need to give Republicans the House mm, and the Senate right. and the presidency. Right. Then, then be they'll able take to... care of this thing on day one. <clears throat> then they'd be able to do it. <sighs> I don't really I I know I've said it a million times. I can't fathom how inept the Republican Party is. Right now is the perfect time. They've got this ridiculous, like, fairy tale uh, plan for the Green New Deal that they could be hammering. Mm-hmm. They've got these anti Semites in government, they've got socialists crawling out of the woodwork openly, openly stating their Marxist policies, and they can't. Do anything with it? With any of it? And, and seriously, the only mouthpiece for the right <sighs> is Donald Trump with his tweets and his comments and speeches and his snarky comments, right? Yeah. It, it's not like if if the Republicans were smart and anybody but Mitch McConnell were running the Senate, he would be on TV with Trump's blessing, I'm sure, saying, all right, that's a really cute, you know, cow farts and airplanes, but uh, even if you get it out of the house, you can send it over here, but we're just going to laugh it right back to you. But they, they're, they're mm-hmm. not doing anything. It's Nothing. everybody else is carrying the water through Twitter yeah. and social media and on places like The Blaze and Fox News. It's it, like... It's what it, that's what it always is. And it's it's so it demoralizing. Is. It is. <laughs> I can't... I, I can't get my... It's so pathetic. 55 miles and 1.3 billion? Shut up. Shut up, you. That's just... Ugh. It's, I, I mean, it's so frustrating. Where do you even go with it? I, I don't know. Well, you go, no, you go know. to Brownsville, and yeah. you walk fifty-five miles, and then you stop. That's where you go with it. Apparently. That's what you do. <laughs> and fifty-five, one point three billion. What a great deal, huh? Yeah. That's yeah. That's something. 
but hey, at least the national parks will stay open. You know. So. Yeah, I'm excited about you're that. Big, yeah, yeah, you're a big national yeah. park fan. Oh man, mm-hmm. I practically live in national parks. I try to hit one about every 35 to 45 years. So you're not really an outdoors kind of guy. <laughs> so you really don't have a don't have a dog in this uh, budget fight. So. I really no, mm-hmm. except for the fact that I I think it might be valuable for the United States of America to actually have a budget. <laughs> what if we actually had a budget? What hmm. is what is that what does that word even mean? Teach me. I don't know, ask my wife. Okay. She's the one that deals with it. That must be what they do in government, too. Yeah. Hey, where's our budget? I don't know. Ask our wives. I, she takes care of it. Huh. All right. Ask the Treasury Department. Yeah, they take care of it. Yeah. They, I, why do we need to know how much stuff costs? Did you see the, the, the and I don't know if he's just pulling this out of his butt, but the president is using a figure for the new Green Deal of $100 trillion. And I believe it. To rebuild or repair all structures in America, to build a train track across the oceans? <laughs> no, that's got to be. I missed that one. That's got to be really easy, right? Maybe not cheap, but very, very easy. <laughs> this, I mean, why are Republicans seizing on I don't, this moment, I don't know. man? I don't know. Oh, Nothing they, could be they, easier. They leave it to the president to do all this work, man. Ugh. Yep. He's got no time for morons except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Uh, before the show started, Keith was trying to show me this Bill Nye the Science Guy rant on mm-hmm. abortion. I thought you'd enjoy it. Oh, geez, I I couldn't do it. I said I can only I can <laughs> only handle it once. <laughs> My eyes can only spew so much blood before I just collapse. And yeah. so, and never mind what's going to happen to your ears here in a uh-huh. second. So the the brilliant Bill Nye, who's all about science. Well, he's a science guy. Yeah. Uh, takes on the pro-lifers and puts us in our place. Yeah. Here it is. If you're going to say uh, when an egg is fertilized, it's uh-huh. therefore all, has the same rights as an individual, then who are you gonna, whom are you going to sue? Whom are you going to imprison? Every woman who's had a fertilized egg passed through her? Every guy who's... Sperm has fertilized an egg and then it didn't become a human. Have all these people failed you? Uh, it's just a reflection of a deep what? scientific lack of understanding. Uh, and uh, uh, you, you, you literally or you apparently literally don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and so uh, uh, when it comes to women's rights with respect to their reproduction, I think you should leave it to women. It's really... Mm. Uh, you no. cannot help but notice. I mean, yeah. I'm not the first guy to observe this. <laughs> you have a lot of mm-hmm. men of European descent of passing European. these extraordinary laws based on uh, uh-huh. ignorance. Huh. Really? Sorry, you guys. I know it was written, or your interpretation of a wow. book written five century, five thousand years ago, uh, fifty centuries ago. No, it wasn't. Makes you think fifty centuries ago that when. Mm-hmm. A man and a woman have sexual intercourse. They always have a baby. What? That's wrong. 
And yeah, no, so to pass laws based said, on that belief is inconsistent they, with they nature. Pause it for a second. Wait, whoever said that? <laughs> whoever said every time you have a intercourse, you're going to have a baby? That's What does it matter with this guy? And of course, he started this whole rant telling us we didn't know what we were talking about. Right. Okay. Every, does Bill Nye think every time you have sex, he thinks that think the egg gets fertilized? <laughs> what in the world? This his psycho babble isn't even doesn't even make sense. Oh, there's All more. Right, let's hear the rest. <laughs> a man and a woman have sexual mm. intercourse; they mm. always have a baby. That's wrong. Oh, and thank you. To pass you. laws uh-huh. based on that belief mm. is inconsistent no, with nature. Uh-huh. I mean, it's hard not to get frustrated with this, everybody. It sure is. It uh, sure is. I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, talk. Here we go. It, nobody likes abortion. Okay. Well, that. That's but wrong. You, of course they do. tell somebody what, are you talking what about? to do. I mean... So, but pause that for rights. a second. Nobody likes abortion? Boy. Every Democrat is in love and practically worships the folks, abortion. Yeah, all the Democrat leaders in New York State were really smiling, jovial, ear-to-ear grins when they signed that bill it's, into law. A it's, a re- it's a religion. Yeah. It's a religion to the left. What are you kidding me? Mm. Nobody likes abortion? No, you're right. They love mm. abortion. They worship at the altar of abortion. Planned Parenthood are the high priests of your religion. Let's hear the rest. Nobody likes abortion. (laughs) So ridiculous. Can't tell somebody what to do. I mean, she has rights. Of course you can. When it comes to murder, of course you can. That got her pregnant. Like she doesn't that, want anything What is she to do doing with, with the guy who got her pregnant if she doesn't especially like him? Especially if raped and all this. Well, yeah. Okay. So, especially then. Uh, it's very uh, frustrating on the, on the outside. On yeah, the it sure side. is. Uh, it's frustrating on both sides. We have so many more important things to be dealing with. Mm-hmm. We have so many more problems. To squander resources on this argument based on bad science, on just lack of understanding. Uh, wow. Okay. That's... Uh, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. That is... Uh... <laughs> well, we haven't seen him in a while. I'm glad he came out of the woodwork to tell us, uh, put us in our place on uh, yeah, yeah. abortion. Isn't it? It's a, it's a good thing. Um, this is the same guy who, if there was a microbe of bacteria on the surface of Mars, he would be all a Twitter over the fact, and I don't mean the social media platform... He would be he'd be tingly all over his body about there being life on Mars. But that life inside a woman on this planet is meaningless, completely meaningless. Why why does this guy why do we even have to look at his long horse-like face? Why do we have to do it? <laughs> and and we're supposed to listen to the guy who who recently in recent years, a couple years ago, was telling us that uh, you're not it doesn't. It's not determined if you're a boy or a girl when you're in the womb or something. Remember yeah, that, remember the chromosome right. thing, which was the exact oh, um, opposite of what he said on his show. I'm listening to this guy. Come on, shut up. <laughs> his show actually went through the whole process of having a baby, and then he completely contradicted himself later on because he's become such a radical extremist. 
and such an absolute hater of Christianity. Of common sense and in common general. sense and logic. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, that is agonizing. Is that one of our words? I think that's on a previous. previous. Man, you've been hitting a lot of previous. Yeah, dang it. That's too bad. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad he talked down to us a little bit there. That's that's nice. I'm I'm glad to see that uh, (laughs) he's so profoundly intelligent that, you know, us mere mortals, we just can't relate to his incredible intellect. Man. Thank you, Bill, for bringing some proper perspective to that. When's this hero going to run for president? God, wouldn't that be great? He'd probably be elected. No, stop. Uh, sad. Let me tell you about Optima Tax Relief before my head explodes. Um, <laughs> consider what's at stake when the IRS has you in their sights. Your paycheck is, your bank account, your business, even your home. You can lose virtually everything. You know better to deal with than to deal with the IRS all by yourself. You need expert help. And all the experts out there aren't alike. Optima Tax Relief is America's number one tax resolution firm. Optima knows that behind every tax problem are just honest, hardworking Americans with families and paychecks and bank accounts they need to protect. When you engage Optima to fight for you and protect what's yours, you're getting a proven, award-winning team. It's a team that can help you stop the aggressive collection actions and help you put your IRS problem behind you. That's how Optima has saved nearly a billion dollars for their clients. For their clients, uh, call for your free consultation while you still have some options here. Call 800-699-6140. 800-699-6140. Optima Tax Relief. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed, and he's on the blades. Meanwhile, after listening to Bill Nye, the non-science guy, we have this great story um, uh, from Los Angeles County, where you don't hear a lot of great stories, usually. I was just about to say, boy, that's a risk you're taking there if we're going to L.A. County for this. They have what's called the Baby Safe Surrender Program, where you can take your baby if, if you don't want your baby, and you have no intention of raising it. So... As an alternative, a tremendous alternative to just leaving the baby somewhere, dumping it in a dumpster, whatever, that we've seen a million times. Uh, the program allows a parent or legal guardian to confidentially hand over the infant, infant three days old or younger at any fire station, hospital, or some other designated safe surrender site. And so a young mom who just had twins that were perfectly healthy, they were cared for, they'd been cleaned up and fed, and their young mom brought them to a fire station and said, I I can't do it. So now a loving family is going to be able to raise these two uh, precious little kids. That's great. She surrendered both infants around 8.30 on Monday and then left. No questions asked. That's their thing. And the firefighters and the mayor praising the woman for uh, a loving decision. Laura Foss, a spokesperson for 
um, Pregnancy Resource Center in nearby Victorville said, I was amazed when I heard what this brave young mother did for her babies. For this mother to take the initiative to surrender her babies shows just how much she really loves those babies. So there is an alternative. Yeah. You know, in New York, what would they do with this new law? They could have killed both babies after birth. They just put them, eh, put them down. Whatever. Which is, you got to be like the governor of Virginia who wants them to be comfortable as they're dying. Well, yeah, you know what? You know, <laughs> don't want to discomfort while you're killing someone. That's so it's just nice to know that some good things are still happening in this world. Yeah, I was uh, looking to see if Planned Parenthood had ever said anything about these um, safe haven laws, you know? Yeah. They, and I found that uh, Planned Parenthood. Um, uh, in Vermont, apparently, is a place where you can drop off your baby after birth. Uh, it's a safe haven location. That, I think, I would wow. have a conflict with. Yeah. I think I'm going to the fire station. <laughs> wow. wow. I'm not taking my kid to Planned Parenthood. Yeah, because what are they going to do? Sell the baby for parts? Right. Like a used car. That's what they would do. Hmm. Uh, it's really amazing. Really, when you think of what we talk about. Yeah, every day, <laughs> just me. and especially the abortion issue, because you're talking about a baby, a human being, and everybody knows that's a human being. <clears throat> They're trying to deny it on the left, but their denials don't make any less true. Yeah, you'd think that the fact that they are babies. We could find some common ground on this issue, but no, we're to the point where babies mm. being born and then murdered, it's, oh, no, that's off the table. We're not going to be able to curtail that at least in the state of new york yeah. uh, we've got so far beyond uh roe v wade that 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 was that used to be their holy grail well now we've just i mean pff, that's so far in the rear view mirror that the right that that started with they we gave them an inch mm-hmm. they took about five thousand miles after that and they'll probably take five thousand more oh they will if we allow it yep <clears throat> but fortunately, now we've joined the fight, and we're in it to stay. So hopefully, as we stand up and you know make our feelings known, it'll it'll make a difference. Then we have this 27 year old man from India who is suing his parents, uh, and he says, "Look, I have a good relationship with them." Oh, we did. But they brought me into the world without my consent. Yeah, this did you guys bad. talk about this we last did. week? What a what a loser. I mean, I'm sorry you weren't available yeah. to to give consent, jerk. Well, except he was. Well, what do you mean? Yeah, we've we've all given our consent to be born. I'm sorry. At least that's what I believe. I believe that uh, yes, in fact, you did want to be born, and hmm. uh, and so. Well, let's apply this you to don't this remember guy's that, court but, case here, mm-hmm. and were they supposed to go into the womb and have a conversation with him and uh, make sure that hey, you know, you good being born, dude? Because uh, that I mean, is that his legal argument here? I didn't give consent. <laughs> Yeah, it is. So, okay. Sorry we didn't crawl up in there and have a chat with you before you were born, loser. Plus, he says that he's had a good life. Yeah. Well, then, what are you doing? What is this? What kind of nonsense are you spewing here? And, you know, in India, where they have 1.3 billion people, who knows? He might win. <laughs> he he just might win. I. But I... Uh, I, I don't understand necessarily. He likes his life. He doesn't not want to be alive. Uh-huh. And he loves his parents. 
but uh, I, I guess forcing a child into this world and then forcing that child to grow up and, and be a and responsible a, human Yeah, and being, live a good life. Uh, that's just unconscionable. Crazy. It's a crazy world. 888 And 2019 has only just <clears throat> begun. Just begun. Pat? Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you had your ears professionally cleaned? If ever. Uh, if they itch or you got some pain there or just that plugged up feeling, Wax RX is a physician-developed technology that safely and effectively removes all that, and then it soothes your ears with a pH-conditioned formula. And now you can use WaxRx without a prescription. No more expensive trips to the doctor, no more wasted time using cotton swabs or other solutions that don't solve anything, they just make the problem worse. Try the WaxRx system risk-free today. Go to usewaxrx.com. Use the offer code radio at checkout and you'll get free shipping. Try it. I think you're going to love this. And it's reusable. You're going to save a lot of money. You don't need to go to the doctor's office anymore. Try this instead. Use waxrx.com. Offer code radio. in India, 27-year-old guy suing his parents because he didn't ask to be born, and yet they forced birth on him, then raised him to be a responsible human being. He enjoyed his life. He loves his parents, but how dare you have me bring me into this world against my will? Sounds like we just found a test case for the New York law. Well, I I proclaimed uh, that... uh, it wasn't against his will. I think we all agreed to come here. Hmm. And so Keith was asking me about where that goofy belief came from. Oh, that's how, is that how I said that? I think it was something like that. Yeah, pretty close. Wow. Right? I'm paraphrasing. Okay. <laughs> Good talk. So that's in the Bible or your Book of Mormon stuff? Hmm. I believe I said it uh-huh. just like that as well, or, ladies and gentlemen. Or is it from a Cracker Jacks box? Where'd you get that? Well, no, I did say it that. Yes, yeah. I, of yeah. course, I've said Remember that. that? Remember that? Totally what I said. I led uh, with the Cracker Jacks. So tell me what this means. Mm. Mm. We're going to do this now? Yeah, we're going to do this now. Well, when else would I do it? I don't know. Jeremiah 1. Okay, Jeremiah 1, verse 5. Mm-hmm. It's God talking to Jeremiah. Okay. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. So he was foreordained to be a prophet before his birth. So was he the only one? Well, he He's was ordained. Only, only one that was that was known by the Lord. The rest of us were what? Well, that, Where were we? That's the King James Version. I mean, New yeah, International Version yes. says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Right, before so they you changed were, thee to you. Before you were born, I set uh-huh. you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Um, <laughs> so, right, exactly. So, uh-huh. so it, what do you get from he, that? He, it says to me that he knew us. Doesn't mean that we necessarily knew him. That's what I'm seeing. Hmm? Okay, but we were there. We were... I formed you in the womb. So we didn't know our father or Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he knows me. He He knew knew us, but we don't know him. Dude knows all the hairs on my head. There are some things Uh he knows that I don't know. Right, but doesn't that show you an existence before birth? Before Yeah, yeah. Whether you knew him or not, the point is you existed before birth. I wasn't arguing that. Okay. I was saying where Uh did we give our consent to be born? 
Before well, you were born, I set you apart. That, that comes into a deeper discussion mm-hmm. of a, uh, a, a plan laid out for us that we agreed to. <clears throat> we agreed and to. And if you want to know more, okay. <laughs> I got guys oh. in white shirts oh. on bikes that'll pedal over to your yeah. house Short this sleeve. very day. Short sleeves and ties, yeah. <laughs> you know, Jeffy and I, maybe you can go with us. We're going down to the Scientology place here uh, in the near future to watch their uh, little flick. Uh, that you can watch for free. It's just running throughout the day, apparently. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, the more the merrier, because, you know, we might need help getting out of there. Uh, so you're going to go with uh, Jeffy and I when we go down no. to the site? No, you're not going to do that? Not. Can you wait in the car, leave it running out front? No. Dang it. Okay. Is there a Scientology place here? Is that what you're doing? It's a mi- it's it's eight minutes In Irving? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's hmm. just down the interstate. Okay. We're going. Uh, Bonnie in Kentucky. Hi, you're on the blaze. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey. hey, don't fight, guys. Don't fight. No, don't we're not fight. fighting. We're not <laughs> fighting. At all. I don't fight anymore. Yeah. I've given okay. up on everything. <laughs> True story. Steve, honey, we all are part of God's plan. Right. We're, we're we we when we were born, we were born and with by His blessing, mm-hmm. by His love, and we were going to grow up to be a human being. We did not know Him personally. But we we were mm. going to when we were born. Our spirits. He so he knew us, but we didn't spirit. know him. Is is what you think? Well, I mean, we don't know him in like I met like if I'd have met you. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm talking about. But spiritually, mm-hmm. spiritually, mm-hmm. our yeah, he's spiritual. He's our spiritual guide. And right. when we were born, honey, he was there with us. Yeah. And he'll be with us when we die. Yeah. He'll be with us. When we go to heaven. So children don't fight. Right. <laughs> Please don't fight. No, we're not fighting. Wow. We're, we're not fighting. We're just discussing. I don't feel that we were fighting at all. <laughs> and plus, I also would like to point out Bonnie's on my side on this. Yeah. Uh, I'm on both sides. <laughs> okay. I understand a point on each side. All right. But I have a wonderful story I've just got to tell you. When mm-hmm. you were talking about the Los Angeles area and, and you could take your baby and all this to, to, to someplace without repercussion and they can take the baby and the baby can be raised or babies, yeah. however the situation, I need to tell you a story that happened to a dear friend of mine, her and her husband wanted to adopt. People don't realize here in America, people want to adopt. Oh, millions of people. Babies need to be born. Mm -hmm. They deserve it. It is pure murder. Uh, I I think I would just scream if I talk anymore about that because I cry, I get prey, because this is so disgusting. It is, yeah. But But what I want to tell you is such a beautiful story. This young couple in the military, they already had children, but they wanted to adopt and give children home. And so while they were in the military in the Philippines, they kept trying to say, well, we'll try over here. They got a phone call one day, and they had found a baby in the garbage, near the garbage dump. Oh, man. And that, yes. And they took it to the hospital, and on the way to the hospital with the ambulance, they contacted this young couple. And they said, yes, yes. They rushed to the hospital. And on the way to the hospital, one of the gentlemen in the car said, we also found another one. And without even looking at each other, they both said at the same time, can we have them both? And they adopted them. They grew up to the most beautiful, fine young men, fathers. Mm. And one's a businessman, and I believe the other one's become an attorney. They are wonderful young men, wonderful young men. Now, Yes, they probably, if, if they could have adopted uh, children here in America, you know, that would have been great. Now, I cannot say, but I think if people are listening, if they need to find out. So I want to bring this up, if you don't mind me 
saying this. I know this happened in Los Angeles, but mm-hmm. you know what? If there's young women out there who just aren't able through money, emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever it might be, you cannot raise your baby. Take it to the hospital. Take mm-hmm. it to the fire department. Now, I can't sit here and say that I know there will be no repercussions. They may ask you your name and stuff, and you can say to them, please, I cannot Take care of my child. Please, I want someone to adopt it. And mm-hmm. get these babies. So Let's not throw these babies in the trash. Let's right. not be disgusting uh, human beings against life. God put us here. Mm-hmm. We were blessed to put here. And we don't need to throw them away like they're just yesterday's garbage. They are precious life. Absolutely. So I am begging people in America, if you're listening and you know someone is expecting and they don't know what to do, if they honestly... Honestly, mm-hmm. feel they can't, or they're so young. Please yep. take them, take them. Call the police department, whoever you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, your preacher, your priest, whatever. Yep. We need we need babies to be born and to be loved and cherished, Thanks, not Bonnie. abused and abandoned. Appreciate it. Thank you. Exactly right. And in most states now, I don't think there are repercussions. They they'll willingly take the babies. Yeah. Uh, let me take a minute and talk about life, your life, the life of people you care about. It's easy to forget, but you you don't just owe yourself being healthy. You owe it to those who love you. Uh, we recently had a health crisis hit the blaze, of course, in a really personal way. Uh, thank goodness Jeffy is okay, but uh, it's an important reminder how delicate life could be. You can be healthier. You can get the nutrients your body needs and craves with Field of Greens. Real Every scoop is uh, certified real organic, USDA organic fruits and vegetables, complete with antioxidants, real food. And if it wasn't for Field of Greens, I would never get my daily supply of vegetables. Go to BrickHousePat.com, get 15% off your first order with the offer code PAT. A better you awaits. It's BrickHousePat.com, offer code PAT. You know, uh, Nancy Pelosi was just speaking to a group of uh, Christian university presidents, and she quoted her favorite Bible verse. You know, she's she's done stuff like this where, I mean, obviously, we can remember the the very famous uh, Nancy Pelosi speech uh, where... They she ask talked me about all the time. What is your, what's favorite, your favorite? This, what's your favorite? This, that, what's your favorite? That, what's your favorite? favorite? And at one time, what is, what is your my favorite, favorite word? Word. It's favorite. And I said, word. my favorite said, word. That that's is easy. Really easy. That's easy. My favorite word is, is the, word. the word. The word. Is the word. Is the word. And that is. And that is the word. It says well, it it's all a word. for us. It says and all you know words. The biblical reference. You know the gospel. You know it. Of the word. Now, she doesn't, but you know it. <laughs> well said. So while discussing uh, things like immigration to these Christian university pres- presidents, uh, she said in her opening statement, to minister to the need, the needs of God's creation as an act of worship, to ignore those needs, is to dishonor the God who made us. And that's her favorite biblical scripture that doesn't actually... Uh, it's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible? No. 
maybe doesn't happen like a, to be a biblical scripture. Uh, maybe so, maybe it's on a track she saw in a bathroom. Now somewhere. she she couldn't quote exactly where it was, but it was someplace in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Book of Isaiah. No, it's not in Isaiah or anywhere else. But thank you again for playing our game. Uh, wow, Nancy, she's great. She didn't. She didn't really prep for that get together. Not really, she? no. And you would think if you're going to speak to Christians about Bible verses and things, you might know what you're talking about going in. I don't know. Could you research it? Yeah, it's in the Bible somewhere. I don't know. Maybe it's in the Apocrypha. Or, uh, I don't know. Maybe I read it in the Doctor Seuss. I'm, I'm not sure. It's but in the it's footnotes. It's in there somewhere. Go look for it. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you check before you made the speech? Incredible. She's something else. Just fantastic, isn't she? Mm. She's an absolute delight. Uh, 888-933-93. On the border yesterday were a couple of battling rallies, (laughs) if you can call it that. Dueling rallies? Yeah, it wasn't much of a battle. Uh, Here's here's Beto's. Let's go to Beto's El Paso rally first and take a look at what he had to say. (laughs) On us now. Here we are at the center of the U.S.-Mexico border, at the center of the conversation about the future of the border, of immigration, of our relationship with Mexico. Let's see, I'm just going to hit all the talking points. The border, Mexico, the Spanish squealing feedback from a microphone, it's cold, El Paso. (laughs) What is stream of consciousness speech? What is that? The thing about that speech (laughs) and that annoying microphone that squealed incessantly is that Uh there were so few people there. He didn't even need a microphone. He could just been like, "Hey, everybody!" He had two to three hundred, two to three hundred whopping fans. Wow, uh, which of course crushed. Well, I don't know if it crushed Trump's rally. Here's here's a look at uh, his. Except he's got a great first name. (laughs) He is. He challenged us. So we have, let's say, 35,000 people tonight, and he has 200 people, 300 people. Not too good. (laughs) Not too good. Not too good. In fact, what (laughs) I do, what I would do is I would say that may be the end of his presidential bid, but he did challenge (laughs) That's great. That's That's fun. I don't know if he, I mean, there were 8,000 or 10,000 in the arena. And then I guess another, he's claiming 25,000 outside the Rio. Is that, do, is that accurate? I don't know. Bottom line, uh, he had more. Crushed Beto. Yeah, Trump had night. way more uh, than Beto did. So I don't know. I think the Beto thing is fizzling out. Good. Doesn't it feel like it? It's just, it's, he's kind of. Well, he's still looking for himself, man. Yeah, that's right. He's on the road. You know? Yeah. It's like Charlene. The rock star Charlene said in 1983, oh. I've been to paradise, but I've never been to me. Wow. And I, is... f- I just feel like uh, that's how Beto feels. I think Beto feels like Jack Kerouac. He needs a new nickname. Like, uh... Well, he was reciting poetry, apparently, in his high school yearbook. Poetry? Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, his high school yearbook makes no mention of him as Beto. He was Robert Francis O'Rourke back then. Aww. Now he says the name, the nickname just stuck. 
with him with it when, when he was a kid. Since he was growing up as yeah. a little tyke, <laughs> as a little tyke. Uh huh. Back when he was Hispanic, yeah. uh, you know, when he was young. A little tyke last week, you know, a year ago. <laughs> when did he become a grown ass man? What's going on here? <laughs> Come on. Uh, he used his space in the yearbook to print the lyrics from Hidden Wheel, which is a song oh. about being the angry son by Rites of Spring. He considers himself a big fan of that uh, emo punk band. And uh, he won some award for this. They're not even his lyrics. What? It's not even his poem. It's it's from the song. How did he? No. So he plagiarized this rock band, and then he wins an award for it? Is that something different? Weird. Okay, I, don't I don't think so. Okay. What is to it? me, it looks like this is the poem they're talking about. Let me see. If there's, Is there another poem? Uh, no? Not in the article, anyway. Okay. So what, Here's what, what the poem, the lyrics quote? said. Okay, here we go. And it's beautiful. Let's hear it. So oh. maybe I better be prepared with some beautiful music. Um, now, I'm the angry son. Everything I've learned was wrong. I'm the burning door. Once I'm opened, I can't be closed. I found a hidden wheel, and it rolls to reveal that I'm the angry son. I'm the angry son. Oh, Battle. Wow. And a lifetime wow. of searching continues. That's powerful and poignant. He's the angry son. What are you angry about, Beto? I don't know. Uh, collectivization of manufacture? The institutionalization of the human psyche? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Any, any, <laughs> any more of that that you want to give us? Because we're... What am I trying to? What, what? What am I resisting? Thank you. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I'm up to five squares. Thank you very much. Just to throw that out there. Yeah, it's been a it's been a productive day as yeah. far as bingo. Yeah, is, get is your uh, bingo cards at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pinned. To Be the careful top. though. I don't want you to get too carried away with this. What do you mean? Like these uh, two old ladies at a uh, nursing home. Oh no. What? Yeah, it got into a bingo game brawl. <laughs> In Canada. In Canada? Yeah. Now I don't believe you. <laughs> the scrum at the senior home started with a disagreement between between a 79-year-old woman uh-huh. and the other one was 86. <laughs> and it was over a chair. <laughs> oh, so it's not over bingo. It's mm-hmm. over a chair. Well, it was while they were playing bingo. Sure, I got you. I got you. The two women who are residents at an unidentified facility in Rideau Lakes, Ontario, had reportedly claimed the same chair and neither would back down. Oh, <laughs> snap. It is on because it's bingo time up in the hizzy. And this is my lucky chair. Yeah. No, it. it's not. It's my hey, lucky chair. Little whippersnapper. Dig nabbit. What are you still in your 70s? The dispute between the two women turned physical. Oh, here we and go. And soon others joined in. So it turned out to be a bingo riot. <laughs> oh, band name. Band name, bingo riot. Uh, no one was badly hurt, fortunately, in the altercation. <laughs> Uh, apparently no hips were broken. Oh, no. No arrests were made. That's it was certainly cool. an unusual situation for us, though the bingo caller uh, said. <laughs> no, we don't know who wound up getting bingo. Yeah, that's what um, my next follow-up question was going to be. Yeah, we don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. It oh, was that's one of too these. bad. There's just no, it's like the metric system. There's no way to tell. Mm-hmm. Bingo riot. Uh, so... As far as bingo is concerned, don't get carried away trying to win a Pat Gray bingo. Don't, don't do it. 
But today has been a big day for the Bengal board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you hopefully you've been yours, paying attention and updating yours. Go. I got to update it yeah, um, right with, yes, right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I won't say what that is, but hopefully you know if you're playing along. Up to five squares, right, Rob? One, two, three, four, five. That's what I've got to. Cool. Yes. We've, we've got confirmation. Confirmation from the confirmation. bingo CEO. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Here's something else uh, that's kind of unusual. We'll get, we'll get to this in a second. We've got an update on Pico the shark, which is yes. going to shock and amaze you. In the meantime, though, let me tell you about uh, a data breach that just exposed another 24 million Americans to title fraud, a crime that could cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars or your home uh, completely. So if you have a mortgage or you've refinanced recently through a bank, this breach could put you at risk. It gave scammers everything they need to steal your home's title. All they have to do now is just forge your signature as a seller, refile your home under a new name and take out loans on your home. Then you get stuck with the payments, and you don't know anything about it, obviously, until the late payment notices show up or you get an eviction order. Also, sometimes you think, well, my bank will protect me from... No, it can't. Uh, Neither does insurance or an other identity theft program. This is specially designed by Home Title Lock. They put a virtual barrier around your home's title to make sure that this doesn't happen to you. Check to see if you're already a victim. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register for your free title scan and report, which is a $100 value. You're going to get that free with the sign-up. So go right now and get some peace of mind. HomeTitleLock.com Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. What could happen? What do I have to be beware of? Or something scary yeah. about the show. You have or? to sit next to me for no, two hours. There is that. Sorry. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. TJ Toppin tweets. Why didn't Pat read the poem to Beto playing his hit guitar riff? Mm. Wow, that's a good question. That would have been smart, right? Yeah, yeah. And Beto was mentioned without me playing the guitar riff. This brilliant classic. I think it's gonna work. The guitar stylings of guitar virtuoso. Virtuoso. Beto O'Rourke. On the Big Frog, 109.9. The only station beyond the bandwidth of your FM radio dial this morning. Good morning to you, everybody. And the only band... Uh, station playing FOSS, apparently, ever, in the history of all radio signals. That's, of course, Beto's uh, band, if you're not aware. But of course you are. I mean, I don't want to talk down to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, XCOM Cuomo tweets, I guess when you find out that your precious Beto's real name is Robert Francis O'Rourke, you suddenly no quiero. No quiero. No quiero. That's right. No quiero. Taco Bell. No quiero. Uh, I'm pretty sure from uh, Tabby and Jake 03, I'm pretty sure that Nancy Pelosi's favorite word is either power or money. <laughs> oh, that is so cynical. No, she told you what her favorite word is. Right. And it's, you know, it's, just, well, it's the, the word. word. 
By the way, TJ Toppin, I think, has the tweet of the day. Um, God knows all the hairs on Keith's head. Not that hard of a task. <laughs> let's take off the hat and let's count them. What are we up six. to now? There's six. six. Yeah. Okay. There's not seven. There were so, seven this time yesterday. The Lord knows, and I now know. Yeah. So I've already one. lost You've already one lost of the one. seven that I had? Sad. Sad, Man, but true. That is depressing. All right. Do we have the map of Pico where he is mm. now? Yeah, let's Because <laughs> this is crazy. This Keep in mind, Pico started off the coast of Texas. Yes. Then he swung through the Gulf of Mexico, well, he, hit no, he crossed Florida, Florida. He crossed, crossed Florida yeah, on land, <laughs> according to the map, and then swam all the way up the East Coast to as far north as it looks like uh, Pennsylvania or even Connecticut. He was off Massachusetts coast. Yeah. He got way up there. Yeah, yeah Wow. Yeah. Not quite to Massachusetts. It looks like Connecticut. Maybe Rhode Island. Well, now he is... He swam back to Texas. Yeah, he's been busy bee. And again, we know this because there's a tracking device on him. And so uh, he's almost all the way back to Texas now. So maybe, you know, because we said this time it's personal. Look at this, man. Here was here was Pico the shark. Somebody pissed him off in Texas. And then they moved to the East mm-hmm. Coast. He followed him. He may have eaten the family by and now. And now he's just going and back And now home. he's just coming back home. He accomplished his goal. Look at this. He's gotten his revenge, and now he's back home. His first ping Hmm. was March 26th, 2018, Mm -hmm. off the coast of Corpus Christi. Yep. And his latest ping uh, yesterday, uh, and he is right, he's headed right back toward Corpus Christi, man. Really weird. And what is it the sharks do? Apparently sharks Mm -hmm. uh, swim. Okay. And then they occasionally... During the course of their swimming, mm-hmm. they eat stuff, you know, fit things, fish. And he just heard there plankton. was like a good buffet yeah. up on the northeast coast. So he swam around, so he went up there. and then he ate, and then he swam around some more. But <laughs> this is actually, they're saying, pretty unusual mm-hmm. uh, habit habits for a shark. They don't usually go that far. But he obviously vacations, mm-hmm. spends the fall months, the autumn, if you will, uh, on the East Coast. Yeah. And then for the winter, he's back in Texas. <laughs> it's kind of, Pico gets around. Yeah, he does. It's amazing. Speaking of which, every summer, Mercury One, in collaboration with wall builders, opens their doors to emerging young leaders. And this is a great opportunity for young adults to get involved and get into this leadership training program. It offers participants a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get hands-on experience with original historical documents when you sign up and you come to the uh training program you not only gain a deeper understanding of american history but you also learn how to question boldly think critically and engage in meaningful discourse when you're confronted with differing opinions it's a unique program designed for ages 18 to 25 it's headed by david and tim barton and special guest speakers like uh, Glenn takes place in Dallas this summer. Mercury One is now taking applications. This program will fill up fast. There's just limited spots available, so do it now. How do I do it? You might be wondering. Go to mercuryone.org slash LTP. Mercuryone.org. And then you can just find the link there and click on it. Yeah, really cool program for Leadership training program. That's where the LTP comes in. Mm-hmm. You could also call, but you're not going to remember this phone number. 
That number again is? Uh, 972-499-4747. So you don't forget, call before midnight tonight, 972-499-4747. Can they call during the all-request lunch hour? Or just send your application to Drawer D, Hardin, Montana. I don't, I don't know where that Where'd came from. Where'd you pull from. that one out? That's yeah, just an old thing. Recesses of your mind. Drawer <laughs> yes. D. Uh, way back. That's, what, where's Drawer D? That's in the way back machine. Whose office is Drawer D? I in? don't know. I don't know. Wow. Uh, now accepting applications for the summer program, which starts the first session, is June 3rd through the 14th. Oh. Okay, so that could be one. Or if uh, July is better for you, July 15th through the 26th. Okay. Mercury1.org. There you go. 888-900-3292. Mm, look at that. 3393. Jeez. Oh, oh, hello. Wrong number. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> that one snuck up on us. <laughs> it sure did. I didn't even mean to do that. Did you? I didn't. Hmm? 888-900-3393. What about that Is bottom? What about that, what about that last video on your list there? I know you want yeah, to play I, that Yeah, I do want to. Well, I want to play... I want to play the campus reform. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, yeah! I forgot about that. Yes, campus reform went to talk to students about the new Green Deal, and they, of course, asked them at first, "Hey, are you for this new Green Deal? Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think of it?" Here's here's what what happened. Yeah. Based on what you've heard of the plan, would you say you view it favorably or unfavorably? I view it favorably. I think that we need to cut our reliance on fossil fuels. It's definitely uh-huh. a great idea. I like that it's. Uh, progressive. I like oh, that it's progressive. The world forward in the way we need to be. Yeah. I would say it's yeah, a favorable yeah. act. Just from like knowing like who's endorsed like, it, knowing and like, like some yeah, like little things. Like, it sounds great. Like, I think it'd be great, great for us. I think if we didn't do that, then we're going to be killing ourselves basically. Basically, so we yeah. Take care of ourselves. I like think it's very ourselves. important to to support that. Anything that would reduce our dependence on fossil fuels is really important. Well, I definitely really support mm-hmm. this movement. Oh boy! Okay, so they all love the movement. They all yeah. support. Well, it's the progressive, green. man. That's all you need to know. I like that it's you know like mm-hmm. progressive, Me like too. it's it's like a progressive like plan. So I'm confused. You know, like, is it progressive or is it similar? No, to No, being it's like it's like progressive. Well, it's like, like I, but I like it, and I like that it's like progressive. Huh? <laughs> okay. All right. Very good. College campus, uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so then. What happens is campus reform asks him. Uh, I shouldn't call him campus reform. <laughs> he just works for Mr. Campus Reform. I can't remember what his name is. Um, uh, he might say it on here somewhere. Yeah. But anyway, he goes on to ask, and they do such a great job of this. I really like their videos. Uh, obviously, because we we play them as uh, pretty much every week. Uh, but uh, he asks them then uh, if they know some of the details, and since they don't, he. F- fills them in on some of the details. <laughs> some of the things in the plan I want to get your opinion on. So the plan says within 10 years, we're going to completely outlaw coal, natural gas, and oil. So gasoline, anything like that in 10 years. Mm, I, don't, I don't agree with that. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think we need what? those things to live. But I do not uh-huh. think it is feasible in 10 years. I huh. don't think that that would be something that would be able to be done in such a short amount of time. I think 10 years is a little extreme because I feel like there's such a big uh, global market and yeah. economic impact of That's oil businesses. Mm-hmm. Albeit it might not be good for the environment, but there's you can't yeah. deny there's a big economic impact to these companies. What's your thought on that? Sounds like a reach, honestly. Do <laughs> you think that's feasible? No. If you're unwilling to work, we will still supply help for your salary and help for a living wage. 
No, absolutely not. <laughs> if you're not willing to contribute to yeah. society, right. then I don't think that the people who are contributing should pay for you. You hate her! So I, I disagree with that. I feel like it kind of sends the poor message of, you know, you can just get away with not doing anything and, you know, getting money. It's kind of stupid. Oh. Oh. I don't like that personally. Unwilling isn't the best way to go about things. Like, I don't want to go to college, but I have to get a job, so. Everyone needs to contribute. That's the only way society works. Um, I don't know about that one. I think that if you're unwilling, that I don't know if you should receive money for that. You don't want to go to class. You're unwilling to go to class. Should I still give you a good grade? No. <laughs> um, yeah, like people definitely need a job and need to work. Eliminating huh. almost all air travel with high-speed rails. What's your thought on that? Uh, I feel like it's kind of the same one. It's like, I feel like 10 years is a little extreme for that. I don't think it should be eliminated altogether. Uh, I think it's definitely, it can be mm -hmm. an option. I think we should, the more options we have, the better. I think that's drastic. I haven't heard of that one yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't see that happening either, honestly. <laughs> We've gone, come so far to get to this point where we are right now with using these resources and to say oh we have to get rid of it in 10 years seems a little too much to me who's going to pay for all of it really going to offset the trillions it. of dollar cost yeah, it would be? that's right. a dumb question i don't know just nobody it. knows okay. like it's kind of like who's really gonna pay <laughs> yeah like, kinda, like based on what you've heard from these does it change your perception of the plan at all yeah a lot sometimes you need to take extreme measures to save the environment but i don't think that is like like it's a bit too extreme yeah um uh-huh it doesn't sound like something I would be behind. I don't agree with us having to, you know, take away uh, flying in the air. I don't agree with, you know, taking away coal and things like that. And to flying I don't on the agree ground. With everyone mm -hmm. getting money for doing nothing. I see. Okay. That's interesting because they think they're progressive. And then they find out what progressive really means. And they're not mm -hmm. all of us. If we could educate these millennials on what conservatism really is because they've been brainwashed their whole lives into thinking conservatism is hateful and racist and wrong. And then they find out that what being liberal and being progressive really means, and they're not that. No. I think they're a lot more libertarian than they realize. Huh. Eliminate air travel in 10 years. Hmm. Yeah, and build high-speed rails all over the world, like from New York to Europe. That's, How no. do you build a railway when the ocean depth is 36,000 feet in some points? That's a that's seven miles deep. Huh. I don't know how you'd... Could we... You can't even get that far. <laughs> and you got to believe that would be cheap, right? Effective cost-effective and easy, easy to do. 100 million, 100 trillion dollars. Madness. Uh, by some estimates for this Green New Deal.